0: have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive and now the founder of with a twist Amber Scotchburn hi it's Amber Scotchburn and are you ready to get twisted After the conflict podcast I thought a good one to do would be about lying and the reason why is that lying can lead to some pretty big conflicts so I thought it would be a good one to follow it. Most people think of lying as a moral issue and take it personally. I'd like us to reframe or get twisted on what we think of lying or how we think of lying. We often get parents who are so appalled that their children would lie to them. Remember This is just a behavior we are seeing, just the tip of an iceberg. It's our job to investigate why they are lying. Remember, get curious. So if I'm suggesting to you that lying is not a moral issue, then what is it? I think it's simply a problem-solving issue. It's a lack of skill. They could be avoiding a consequence. (laughs) But it's not a moral issue that, you know, all H-E double hockey sticks has to break out because somebody has lied. Our children often know right from wrong, if we've done our job. (laughs) So could it be that that's why they're lying? They just don't want to get in trouble for what they've done. So their solution is that they lie. What that means is that we just need to teach them a different solution. As a parent, instead of judging or reacting to the lie, which we often do, Help them work on their ability to problem solve. And as usual, I have a story to tell you about this. A funny one, I think. I went to pick up my son from a play date, and when I arrived, the mother said that she didn't realize that he was allergic to anything, but she was glad she, he had let her know. Due to these allergies that he was suggesting he had, she made him a totally different dinner than she was serving everybody else. So she made him a grilled cheese for dinner, as opposed to the spinach pasta that she served her family. Well, I was a little speechless because I knew that my son didn't have any food allergies, and I knew that he knew that he didn't have any food allergies. I didn't want to embarrass him, though, in front of her, so instead we talked about this untruth on the way home. My son told me that he knew if he said he had allergies— that he wouldn't be encouraged to try it and that she would make something entirely different that hadn't even touched the spinach. (laughs) So really, that was pretty smart, that was a smart strategy. He put two and two together that knowing this day and age, if you say you have allergies, people will react to that. So I didn't want to discourage him from thinking out of the box because that was a really good problem solving. But I also needed him to know that telling a lie wasn't okay either. So what we did is, we discussed what he could have said or done in different situations. And we did a pro and con for it. So this is what I'm going to invite you to do. Your child is lying to you. You've caught them lying. And you have to get curious with them as to why. And I would invite you to think that they probably knew that what they had done was wrong or was going to be wrong. So they told a lie about it and that it's simply just problem solving. So if you go through how to solve a problem differently, this will give them an idea that the next time they're in a situation where they feel that they'd have to lie, they can instead go through this process. So, my son could have said that he didn't like spinach. Pro, he was being honest. Con, he may have had to eat the dish. He could have said he wasn't hungry. Pro, he wouldn't have had food that he didn't like. But the con would be that he'd be hungry. He could have said that he decided to go home for dinner. Pro, he wouldn't have had to eat the food he didn't like. Con, maybe he wouldn't be invited there for dinner again. He also could have said that in our house, when we don't like something that's for dinner, it is our responsibility to make something else. And we have to clean that as well. And it has to be something healthy. And he could have asked to do that. Pro, he was being honest. Con, they may have said, well, that's not our rule, and you have to eat the spinach pasta. He could have eaten it and spit it into his napkin. Con, he'd be hungry, and they might catch him. The pro, he wouldn't have to necessarily eat food he didn't like. He could have fed it to the dog discreetly. The pro on this is that he wouldn't have had to eat food he didn't like. The con, he'd be hungry, and if they caught him, that wouldn't be good. And as well, the dog might get sick. So, what you did there, or what we did there, was had a conversation about what he could have said instead of lying, and the pro and con. So you're teaching your child that when they get into a situation where there might be a conflict for themselves, that they can kind of weigh it out in their mind and decide then what they're going to say based on that. So what we did when we were having this conversation, we came up also with a plan for him to talk about it with his friend and her mom. And not necessarily call it a a lie in that it causes so much um, moral ground around saying a lie. So we've rephrased it as an untruth. So we we came up with a game plan for him to talk about his untruth and the reasoning behind why he did it. And part of this was that he could talk about solutions with her. So that if it was to happen again where they were serving something he didn't want to eat, what her house rules were about that. What a great skill to give your child. Talk about pros and cons, figure out different solutions, and have a conversation about the conflict. I did not want to force my son to say sorry, and I wouldn't do that with any of my kids. I'd like to have conversations with them about why their behavior was inappropriate, and what they could do to show that the person that they were sorry, once they've come to the conclusion too that it was inappropriate, And when I want them to think of the consequence, or sorry, the action of what they could do, because I do believe sorry is just a word, and I think that unless you pair an action with that, you have a higher chance of doing the same behavior again. Whereas if you've done an action, you're physically taking some responsibility for doing something different, and that just translates to your brain differently. So sometimes they're not going to automatically be able to come up with something, which is why what happened with my son happened. He came up with something just off the top of his head. So not ideal and not something we practice as untruths, but at the same time it was just an automatic response. So we have to give kids the language, as I've talked about in the past podcasts, to say I need to think about that or I've changed my mind. And so what happens in this case is that we are giving them permission to use their voice and to figure out that, that something that they did do was inappropriate, how are they going to make up for that? If we first force, sorry, our child to say sorry, we miss out on so much. If I had said to my son at the door that day when the mom had said to me, oh I didn't realize your son had allergies, so I made a different dinner for him, I could have embarrassed him and he might have shut down and I would have totally missed that why he told the untruth. And I would have missed having this amazing conversation with him about what we can do when we need to solve a conflict and we don't know how. What we can do when we are in a situation where we're uncomfortable. And that it's okay to take that time and go through different options and different pros and cons. And eventually, when he did talk to the mom, They went through their whole list of pros and cons, things that maybe I wouldn't have thought of or he wouldn't have thought of because we're just talking about it amongst ourselves. So now he opened the dialogue up to this other mom and her family and they had a great conversation about it. So think about this for a second. Lying does not equal bad or moral issue. It's a problem solving technique. If you want your child to solve their problems differently, then have the conversation with them go through pros and cons, have them talk to other people about it. We should look at the potential positive and negative in different answers that we give and different situations that we're in. And again, what an amazing life skill that my son learned. And I believe he was in kindergarten. So it was senior kindergarten because it was in Ontario. So he was five he learned that life lesson. And that's carried him forward. I don't think he's had to tell untruths since then, that I know of anyway, because I've given him this opportunity, as did this other mother, to be able to say, hmm, I'm not really comfortable with that. I don't know what to do. Can you talk to me about it? So I've just mentioned to you that I don't make my children say sorry. I talk to them about why it's inappropriate from my perspective, but I really want them to come around to the fact that they think it's inappropriate as well and get real in their saying sorry, which to me means doing an action so that next time they're not going to be as prone to doing it because they really have taken a step on their own towards resolving it. I may have shared this in a different podcast. I'm not 100% sure. But because it's to do with the same family I was just talking about, I thought I would share it. My son was out hiking with this family. And they got home from hiking. And I got a phone call from the mom and she asked if they could uh, bring River home a little bit later. And I said, of course. And so they said that they were going to be making a cake and that's why they're going to be later. So I said, oh it's special occasion, birthday, just because. And she said, well actually no, what happened was that her daughter had punched my son when they were out hiking. And he was upset and the little girl was upset that she had done that and so the mum had said, well you need to say sorry to her daughter. And so the daughter said sorry to my son. <laughs> and my son said, well um, We don't really believe in just saying sorry and being forced to say sorry. We have to do something. So (laughs) when they asked what would make him feel better, because they didn't really understand what that meant and how that worked, but they thought, oh, there's Amber with her twisted parenting. (laughs) So let's explore this with River. And so River said, really, to make him feel better, that it would... um, be great if they could make him a cake. And I believe they even went so far, or sorry, he even went so far as to say, if they could put candles on it and sing happy birthday to him, that would be the icing on the cake, so to speak. Ha ha. So can you imagine if we all went into adulthood thinking that we could just make a cake for somebody, put some candles in it, Sing them a nice song, and that would resolve the conflict. And that would take away whatever pain we had caused. So <laughs> I thought I'd share that with you because it was with the same family that River had told uh, them that he had the allergies that this also went through with them. So I thought that was pretty cute. And of course, I think my kids are cute, so I'm going to share kids' stories. But hopefully, you got something out of that. Thank you so much for listening good morning good afternoon and good evening from wherever you are around the world great to have you with me today at with a twist please don't forget to give me a five star rating on itunes that would be much appreciated as well as follow me on facebook at amber scotchburn thanks so much